The Jaguars are future focused. Future focused. This is Jaguars Post Game, presented by Florida Home AC. J.P. Shadrick, Mike Dempsey, and pride of the Jaguars, Fred Taylor, bring you highlights and analysis from today's game. Jaguars Post Game, presented by Florida Home AC, is brought to you by Farrah and Farrah, Baptist Health, and by TIAA Bank. Now, to get things started, here's J.P. Shadrick. And welcome in. It's Jaguars Post Game presented by Florida Home AC. Call Florida Home AC today, official air conditioning partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Final score in overtime. Jaguars 40, Cowboys 34. J.P. Shadrick with Mike Dempsey. Fred Taylor coming up shortly. The Jaguars trailed by 17 points late in the third quarter. They rally back to take the lead. Gave up the lead, tied the game at the end of regulation on a field goal somehow, and then go into overtime, and they go three and out. But an interception return for a touchdown by Rayshon Jenkins seals it. Jaguars get the win. They're now 6-8, and eight, and what a day at the office. Woo, baby, call this permagrin is what they call this, uh, JP, right now. Oh, my gosh, what a thrilling game for the Jacksonville Jaguars to maybe have squandered their opportunity, but to not have squandered their opportunity to come back and then get another opportunity leading off overtime and do nothing with it. But the defense steps up of all sides, of all units today, after Trevor Lawrence threw for four touchdowns. ETN had like 127 combined yards. This was all about the offense for the most part. Defense got a couple of stops late in the game and uh, got the job done. So the uh, Jaguars get it done. The uh, final score, 40-34 to 34 in overtime. And, uh, you know, how about you know, Trevor Lawrence fumbled the football there, obviously, at the end, and then the defense got, uh, you know, they go down, uh, get a three and out right, right. after that. They, they that was huge. To. Obviously, had to have that, got it done. And then, uh, you know, Evan Ingram gets out of bounds. They, had, they get the timeout back. That was obviously that, – that's what got them down to the field goal range but that play by Ingram made this whole thing possible well, at the end. Well, the defensive play on third down, Dallas decided to throw the ball, yeah. which set up the Jaguars having that last timeout for themselves. And so, I mean, everything had to come together. JP, it's not going to be easy. Dallas is a loaded team, crazy talented. Did you hear we put 40 on them today? I've noticed. We uh, put 40 on the 40. boys. How about them Cowboys, huh? Yeah. Oh, I hope they're listening right now as they <laughs> – Slink back to their cars. Oh, it's delightful. Love it. All eyes now will be on SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles. The Chargers are playing host to the Tennessee Titans. That's a battle of seven and six teams going into the game. They've just started. They're about a minute, 40 seconds into the game. No score there. Nothing, nothing game. We'll keep you posted on that. Of course, if the Chargers win, the Jaguars would be one game behind in the division race with three to go, including a head-to-head with Tennessee, and they've uh, at this point, have the tiebreaker right now with a, a win over the Titans. A lot of business to get to between now and then, but the Jaguars get it done today in overtime in Week 15. And prior to the Jaguars running back, Fred Taylor joining us now has come down from the set upstairs. It was a sold-out house today, Fred. The game lived up to and beyond advanced billing. The Jaguars rally from down 17, win it at overtime with a pick six. What's up, Fred? All is good, man. It's like heaven up there, I guess. Oh. If that's what it looks like, uh, the fans are going crazy. Um, but, yeah, it's such an amazing performance, man, by all those guys. Uh, Rayshon, I think that's probably – I don't know how he can top that performance. 18 tackles, two picks. 
one right there to seal it. Just an amazing performance across the board. Uh, he's AFC Defensive Player of the Week from what I've seen so far. Yeah. And Trevor Lawrence got a pretty good case for another AFC Offensive Player of the Week, Fred. Mm -hmm. uh, 109 quarterback rating, over 300 yards, four touchdowns. He did have the pick. He did have the fumble. But uh, he put the team on his back along with a, a healthy running game for the first time in a while. And I don't know how surprised you are. I saw your tweet, upset of the week. Threw a little lock on there. You were a little, a little low on the score. But <laughs> I, was, right. I was very low. I was very, very low on the score. I thought it was going to come in here and be a dogfight. But uh, it actually was a shootout. You know, but, uh, man, those guys, Travis, he came out there. He got to take care of the ball, right? He got to take care of the ball. But he was able to bounce back and uh, keep the offense balanced. Trevor, same thing. Got to take care of the ball. But those guys are gritty, man, and they, they go out there and they fight to the very end. And this, this is a huge win. Did you see my tweet today? I have not seen what your tweet your today. Tweet today I'll, I'll be, I've been seeing a lot of tweets having today. Fun. <laughs> I'm always having fun. That's It's a fun tweet. Uh, Fred, it's the most talented team that they had remaining on their schedule. Doesn't mean it'll be the, you know, these other games won't be difficult, but you know, like I think they believed that they could do this. You don't win this game after falling behind like they did without that belief, but belief turns to certainty at this time that they, they can win out. At this point in time, Fred, you're going to go into New York. You might get Zach Wilson at quarterback. Mm -hmm. Let's go. Let's see who's the better quarterback taken in the top two picks last year. I got a feeling I know who that is. So, oh man, I'm sure they 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 saw uh, they saw the Ravens, the Lions, uh, Titans, right? Titans, and then Dallas on the schedule. Yeah. The one team you were just talking about, the most talented team in, in in Dallas. I totally agree with you on that. But they can't look over anyone. Oh, no. And I think the Lions game should have showed them that because the way they're playing post that game, I mean, just across the board, they're all making plays everywhere. All right, let's take a timeout. Plenty more ahead. We'll come back more with Fred Taylor, more from Mike Dempsey, plenty of reaction. We're out to Doug Peterson as well. We'll go in the Jaguars locker room. Uh, what a scene that should be. Bucky Brooks standing by there. Jaguars win in overtime. Final score, Jags 40 Cowboys 34, and this is Jaguars postgame on Jaguars Radio. Welcome back. It's Jaguars postgame presented by Florida Home AC. Final score in overtime in week 15. Jaguars 40, Cowboys 34. The Jags improved to 6-8. and eight. The Cowboys fall to 10-4. and four. J.P. Shadrick, Mike Dempsey, Fred Taylor, and an update from Los Angeles. The Chargers hosting the Tennessee Titans. Of course, the Jaguars, uh, with a Chargers win over the Titans, would be one back in the division race of Tennessee. Ryan Tannehill, the Titans quarterback, has been carted off with an injury. We'll keep you posted on that situation. It's a nothing-nothing score, 8-21 to play in the first quarter out at SoFi Stadium. But the Jaguars flipped the switch today. The Jags were down 17 at one point late in the third quarter and then rallied back. The Jags were down 27-10 after a 53-yard field goal from Maher. And then Lawrence to Zay Jones, 59 yards. That cut it down to 10. Lawrence to Marvin Jones Jr., 10 yards. And that cut it down to 3. And then Zay Jones again from Trevor Lawrence. The Jaguars got the lead. They gave it up from a Prescott to Brown touchdown. And then in the situation right before half, Trevor Lawrence, or right before the end of the game, regulation, Lawrence, Jaguars driving. They're in Cowboys territory, fumbles the football. Jags defense gets a three and out in that moment. The Jaguars get down the field, kick the game-tying field goal, go to overtime. What a team win today, Fred, all the way around. Down 17, 
never gave up, never uh, never were out of it, always uh, just kept playing the game, and that right. a lot of other teams might fold. Yeah, I asked uh, Rayshon in the postgame, uh, what did Doug say to the team at halftime? Basically, he said not a whole lot. He just said, you know, we had to make our adjustments. And I thought that they should play more man coverage and not get up in those receivers' faces and challenge them more. Challenge them more, and it seems that that ended up in a success for him. Wow. The um, let's go to the locker room now. Bucky Brooks is inside the Jaguars' locker room, and we'll get to him in just a moment. The uh, yeah, Bucky Brooks, sideline reporter there now, and he has a special guest on the defensive side of the football. Who you got, Bucky? Yeah, Arden Key. Arden Key, man. <laughs> Arden, big win. You got you guys rallied back. You showed all kinds of toughness and resilience. Uh, tell me, what went into winning in the second half? Uh, we just knew that we had to do what we do. Um, we knew the first half it really wasn't us. We made a couple adjustments. We knew they was running the kick, and then they was doing it, bouncing it outside. So we made a couple adjustments for the defense end to penetrate that big space, that gap they had, um, and then we we adjusted it and we played our ball. Man, y'all played your kind of ball, and, and you know the thing that appeared to me in the second half the level of physicality yep. picked up yep. it, you know when I look at you guys is that the calling card on defense you guys being tough physical being gritty yeah that's 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 what we pride ourselves on uh stopping the run and in order to stop the run you got to be physical you got to get your nose bloody and that's what we did today coming out in the second half but I think it started a little bit towards the end of the second quarter and we just rolled that over to the third and fourth quarter so now for the second week in a row you guys have played two physical teams and y'all mm -hmm. been able to go toe to toe so when you think about building momentum heading down the stretch mm -hmm. how do you carry those two performances down the stretch to start beating on people i think you you continue to do what we do we keep it simple we keep the game simple the play calling simple and we just allow our guys to play football um and i think that's what we started doing that coming off on the bye week what what were your emotions watching Rayshon Jenkins on the pick six and seeing the teams? Right, but uh, I mean, in terms of picking up chunks, man, you, you see, he gets the ball and, and uh, he hits the hole hard, Fred. Yeah, he does hit it hard. You know, he he runs up in there, but again, that ball security will have you on the bench. Uh, so hopefully, he's you know he's aware that he needs to take care of that ball. But uh, shout out to Jamal Agnew too, man. I just like that. <laughs> they have a, a, a nice little dynamic, you know, between those two guys. He has a lot of extra juice, and he makes big play after big play. End around handoffs. Yeah. He can get the corner. Other guys couldn't get the corner. I mean, that, yep. that gives you a little extra dynamic. Hit 52 yards on the ground. That's three oh, carries. Yeah. Huge. Mm -hmm. I like to see him go between the tackles. Jamal? Oh, yeah. I mean, he, he, he can – I think he'll develop power just through his shiftiness. You know, he gets low. He never really gets hit hard. Uh, just a good player, man. I, I do want to see him get more carries in the backfield. Jaguars win it in overtime. Final score, Jags 40, Cowboys 34. The Jaguars are now 6-8. and eight. They're, of course, second place in the AFC South. The Titans are playing right now. We'll keep you posted on that ball game. Of course, 7-0 the score there. Chargers with the lead as they start the second quarter at SoFi Stadium. Cowboys are 10-4. and four. And the Cowboys play the Philadelphia Eagles next week. The Eagles, of course, lead the NFC East. The Jaguars have a short week. They'll head up to New York to face the Jets on Thursday night football, and they'll have Christmas weekend off. Then it's on to Houston, and then it's here to host the Tennessee Titans. But first things first, a recap of this one with the Locker Room Report, presented by Baptist Health and the Jacksonville Orthopedic Institute, the official sports medicine provider of the Jacksonville Jaguars. We go outside the locker room. Bucky Brooks has head coach Doug Peterson. Wow. <laughs> coach, wow. That's wow. Um, thoughts, like, after that, like, wow. 
You know, the only thing I can think of is, like, in-game. We kept talking on the sidelines. You know, there was first of all, there was no panic. There was no, you know, um, we talk a lot about sense of urgency, and, you know, which means no panic, right? It just means, hey, let's just have kind of a heightened awareness of our jobs and our responsibilities and things of that nature. And so there was no panic. We just kept talking about chipping away, chipping away. I, you know, I told the team, you know, all week that, that this was going to be one of those four-quarter physical sort of heavyweight bouts you know and, and anytime you play the Cowboys was a great football team that's what you're in for you know and and we knew defensively we had to stop their run um they had a lot of success in the first half we made some adjustments you know and, and really committed more you know to the run and in the second half offense got on track there you know say middle of the second quarter or so and and, and really kind of carried it through the second half but they, again just chipping away you know and and uh the guys what you're seeing too are the guys are believing they're believing in each other they're believing in i think you know our schemes and you know um i've said this a while back it's not an overnight fix you know but but uh very proud of the guys for for how they fight how they battle how they practice how they prepare um and and they they truly do believe um in each other coach one of the things that you've been for you've been around great quarterbacks and there's something about when you're around a great quarterback and what it does to the rest of the team in terms of hope, belief, optimism. I'm noticing when I'm watching the team play, the defense is looking at the scoreboard, seeing what number 16 does. Talk about the growth that Trevor Lawrence has made since the middle of the season where he's kind of become that kind of guy. You know, he's really taken that next step, you know, and he's a young quarterback, second-year player, first for us that, you know, um, has really matured in front of our eyes. And, and the first part of the season, probably not – there yet he's played like a like a rookie now he's playing like a seasoned vet and and look he's I, I love his demeanor I love his attitude on game day he's got that you know eye of the tiger he 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 wants to you know he wants to put daggers in people I mean that's just the way he is and and, and I appreciate that and and you know the guys the guys see that and and you know I, I think it I think it kind of came you know, into the spotlight last week, mm-hmm. the last play of the game, the kneel down, where he's he's standing up for his offensive lineman. He he's taking he's taking control in those things, and and the the players see that, you know, the team sees that, and so they're going to continue to rally around him. Um, you know, there was even when you know we had the fumble at the end mm-hmm. of the game. Um, still had timeout, still had time. We talked about it. Trevor was confident. He was ready to go. And and wanted the ball back, and and he took us down, and you know gave us an opportunity to kick that tying field goal. So it's funny. I, I was talking to Arden Key, and Arden Key, who's been around winning teams, he talked about the whole goal is to play meaningful games down the stretch. He talks about you've mentioned that and those things. So now we're in that stretch. As the coach, what changes when we get into that meaningful stretch? Nothing changes. Nothing changes. You still have to. There's. I always say this a lot. You have no substitution. You know, for your preparation and your hard work. You can't substitute that. You got to continue to work hard. You got. You got to practice. You got to study. There's no substituting for that. Down the stretch here, you know, um, we haven't done any. We haven't clinched anything. Right. Every game now is meaningful, and and so, you know, I think putting that in front of the football team and saying, hey, the sense of urgency playing meaningful games every game matters now down this we're playing we're playing for our lives you know we're playing every game's a playoff game for us and and um you know we took a step in the right direction today and we still i mean we got a short week we're playing against a good football team i think you know lost by three today and they're going to be ready to go you know and then and then we got you know a little bit of a break over the holiday and 
you know, um, we got two division games coming up. So, you know, it, it's 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 there for us, but I'm not looking past obviously today and then Thursday. Um, and so for me, it's a matter of just keeping the guys grounded, understanding what's in front of us, and how we can uh, you know still reach you know still reach our goals. Last thing, because you talked about the short week, like how do you handle a short week? Emotional game today, short week game on Thursday. How do you get the team ready to be at their best on Thursday? You know, one of the things is you you you, you obviously in this league, as you know, Bucky, there's there's it's like a 24 hour rule. We've got like a 12 hour rule, and. <laughs> And, you know, one of the things I, I you talk to the team about t- even tonight is you got to be smart with, with how you handle tonight. You know, what are you putting in your body? Getting yeah. rest tonight, getting hydrated again, you know, because it's a short week. It's 48 hours. We're on an airplane, and we're, we're heading to New York, you know. And, um, you know, so for me, it's it, it's a quick turnaround. we got to flip the switch. We, we don't even worry about this game. You know, from the standpoint of watching it or making corrections, we're we're focused on the Jets, and and it's my job to make sure that we don't. Yeah, we want to ride the emotion, and 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 I think that fuels emotion, victories like this. But at the same time, it's still hammered down, and I got to get the guys regrouped, refocused for you know for a short week. All right, well, I'm gonna let you enjoy your 12 hours <laughs> before you get focused. <laughs> it's it's gonna win. be a quick 12. Yeah, great win. We look forward to seeing it on All Thursday. All right, thanks, Bucky. Yep. All right, that's the head coach, Doug Peterson, with Bucky Brooks outside the Jaguars locker room. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification on the Jaguars radio network. Final score in overtime, Jaguars 40, Cowboys 34. Plenty more ahead. J.P. Shadrick, Mike Dempsey, Fred Taylor. The Jaguars are now 6-8 and eight with a win over the Dallas Cowboys, and this is Jaguars postgame on Jaguars Radio. Jaguars postgame presented by Florida Home AC continues. J.P. Shadrick with Mike Dempsey and Fred Taylor after a Jaguars overtime victory over the Cowboys. Final score, Jags 40, Cowboys 34. Jaguars are now 6-8. and eight. The Cowboys are 10-4. and four. The Jags were down 17 late in the third quarter, rallied back to take the lead, lost the lead, and then tied the game at the final gun of regulation, won the game in overtime on what is the Kingfish Pest Control defensive play of the game and maybe of any game for the Jaguars in recent memory. It's Rayshon Jenkins to end it. He drops the throw. Looking, looking, fires middle of the field, and that ball is... Picked off! It is picked off by Rayshon Jenkins! He's running it back along the right sideline! That is going to be a touchdown! That is going to be a touchdown! The Jags are going to win it on a Rayshon Jenkins pick six! Are you kidding me? How good is that? There it is. The Kingfish Pest Control defensive play of the game called by Frank Frangi. Let the pros tackle the pests in your home by going to kingfishpest.com. That's kingfishpest.com. So the Jags rally, get it done. All eyes now on Los Angeles, of course. Chargers lead the Titans 7-0 that game. A couple minutes into the second quarter. Uh, we're standing by to go back in the Jags' locker room as well. Um, wow, what a, what a team win today all the way around, Fred. We've talked about it already a good bit. But um, just the play of Trevor Lawrence again today. Like he, he came into this game after that London game, as you mentioned. He said that, that pick six at the goal line was a turning point. Uh, he's got to get his act together, basically, for lack of a better term. 
Um, and he did. He had thrown ten touchdown passes, no interceptions since that point and since that game in London. A couple picks today, but uh, you know what? He comes through with four touchdowns um, and gets the job done in key moments late. Yeah, without a doubt. And uh, I think we can we can go ahead and call him franchise quarterback, mm. Trevor Lawrence. I mean, the performances he's had the past five weeks, uh, over 300-plus in, in four or five games, and uh, multiple touchdowns in all of those performances. And uh, he's making less mistakes. You know, he's a bit careless today. You know, those guys made plays. But uh, for him to show that resilience and, and, and that fight and the, the grit and the fight back, you know, you can win with guys like that. Oh, yeah. I mean, look, Fred, he's last month and a half, he's been a top five quarterback in the NFL. I'm not saying yeah. he has earned the right to be called a top five quarterback. I'm saying in that period of time, he has played like one to be sure. Let's go to the locker room. Bucky Brooks standing by with Josh Allen, outside linebacker. Bucky? Josh, big win today. Talk about it. <laughs> for right now, man, I'm just lost for words, man. I'm excited. Uh, Hell, from the performance that Ray Ray had, oh my God, eighteen tackles, two picks, and a pick six to end the game. Best best performance I've ever seen anybody play in the stadium in the Jacksonville Jaguars jersey. I love it, but that's the type of performance that somebody needs to have to win against a team like this. And he was the guy that came forward for us. So much toughness, so much resilience. Uh, you guys bounced back. I mean, look, you down twenty-seven to ten or whatever mm -hmm. it was. You guys dug yourself out of it. What is it about this team that? allows them to be able to bounce back from tough moments? I just think the way we prepare and practice, you know, each week, I think it, it starts there. I think we come in with a mindset of, you know, finishing this, finishing every game. Uh, we can't look at the first quarter because nobody wins a game in the first quarter, second quarter, third. I, I, shit, you saw the, the Vikings game. You yeah. know, can nobody win a game in, in, in that period of time? You can only win a game when it's in a zero, 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 zero on the score clock. And uh, that's our mentality. And uh, we just all bought in, and, like we love each other. You know what I'm saying? We've even when we was down bad, guys still stayed connected with each other in the locker room. We never bended, we never folded uh, for each other. We always got each other's back, and we're gonna finish this thing strong. You know, and thinking about that, like if, you know, a lot of it is like standing on the sideline watching you guys. Uh, even when it's down, I see how you guys are eagerly paying attention to what the offense is doing and when Trevor has it mm -hmm. going. And the momentum in that game kind of flipped. Um, what is it about, like, what number 16 is doing that gives you guys confidence and hope that no matter what, you guys can find a way to get it done? Uh, I just think, man, like I said, I think we feed off each other. I think he feel, he feels the energy that the defense brings, and he knows if something goes wrong out there that we do, he knows that's a, he knows that's a flaw. You know what I'm saying? He knows that's, okay, that, would, that just happened because he, he has faith and trust in that we going out there and handle our business. And I think we have that energy with him as well. And that's why I said, man, I think that's the chemistry and that's the relationship, that's the bond that we have as a team is that we're going to fight for each other no matter what. He comes to the sideline, heck, that fumble at the end of the game, nobody folded. Let's go out here and let's get this through and out, give him the ball, give him the ball back. You know what I'm saying? Let's give him the ball back. And we went out there, gave him the ball back. He, they did what they needed to do. And we ended the game the way we needed to end the game. So I think we continue to, I mean, I was continue. We're just going to keep eating. You know what I'm saying? We got to. So final one. So so much of the conversation has been, can we play meaningful games in December? In December? Yeah. So now we're at the point where we're playing meaningful games. So what changes for the team in getting ready to play these meaningful games? We in the, <laughs> we in the fire. You know what I'm saying? We, you know, we, 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 we talk about what we need to do. You know, Coach, Coach Peterson, you know, helps us out in practice. You know what I'm saying? For us to be mentally locked in every week, uh, get our bodies back right. Uh, so 
the most we can do is to be locked in every time we step into that building. And I think guys come in with that mindset to we're going to handle this business this week. We're going to prepare the way we need to prepare. We're going to run to the ball and practice the way we need to run to the ball. In the game, everything's going to show up. But we got to go make it. Everything, it just don't happen. That's what, And that's why it's the same message that we've had in the beginning of the year. But we just had to believe. Like, you know what I'm saying? I think we had this moment now where it's like, man, we know where we are. You know, and the, the score at the end of the game is a zero, 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 zero. That's the only time we're going to feel like we lost. Yeah. But but if it ain't zero 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 zero, we can win this game, and I think we that's the mindset we got, and we gonna continue to do it. But we gonna have we need performances like, tre, like Trevor had last week. You know what I'm saying? He had an individual performance that uh, uh, Evan Ingram had an individual performance that we needed to uphold to get past that team. Today, Rashawn Jenkins on defense, yeah. 18 tackles, two picks, and the one to win the game, bro. Like we so next week. We got to continue to do it. But our philosophy on defense, man, is takeaways. And when we took the ball away when it needed to be most. Like, it wasn't early in the game when, you know what I'm saying, we probably, well, we need to get it, we get it. And we know we don't press for it. Like I said, zero, 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 zero. We're going to play like that. We're going to get these takeaways. And we're going we're gonna to leave, leave happy. We're going to do our job. Well, that's cool, man. Enjoy for the next, I guess, 12 hours. Cause 12 you got a short hours. Wake, then you got to do it. But we'll see you on Thursday. Got to get another win. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's Josh Allen, outside linebacker. Uh, well done, Josh. Three tackles, a sack, two tackles for loss, two quarterback hits for Allen today, and uh, job well done for this Jaguars team as a whole. Back in a moment, we'll get into the stats. More with Fred Taylor and Mike Dempsey coming up as well. Jaguars win in overtime, 40-34 to over the Dallas Cowboys, and this is Jaguars postgame on the Jaguars radio network. Welcome back. Jaguars postgame presented by Florida Home AC. Jags win an overtime over the Cowboys, 40-34. to J.P. Shadrick, Mike Dempsey, Fred Taylor, an update from L.A. The Titans have tied the game 7-7 on a Derrick Henry direct snap, four-yard run, and 7-7 the score, 10-09 left in the second quarter at SoFi Stadium. We'll keep you posted on that one. Let's take a look now at the Vistar final stats. Jaguars game day radio is brought to you by Vistar Credit Union. Do good, bank better. We start with the team stats in this one. The total yardage in favor of the Jaguars, 503 to 397. Rushing yardage, 192 to 154 in favor of the Jags. Passing net, 311 to 243 in favor of Jacksonville. Third down conversions, the Jaguars were 8 of 12 on offense today. Dallas was pretty good early in the game. They didn't finish that strong. 9 of 16 for the day on third down for the Cowboys. The Jags had 26 first downs. The Cowboys had 24. Penalties, 4 for 37 against the Jags, 2 for 18 against the Cowboys. Turnovers, the Jaguars gave it up three times. The Cowboys gave it up twice, including, of course, the pick six in overtime for the Jaguars to win. Time of possession in favor of Dallas. They held it for 35 minutes, 26 seconds in the game. There you have it, team stats today. Turnovers tell the tale, and... When you score points on defense, certainly uh, that can do some things, but in overtime, it's a slam dunk. Here yeah, you no go. doubt. This is going to be fun. Let's look at the individual numbers here. Trevor Lawrence, 27-42, 3-18 through the air, four touchdowns passing. Did throw the one interception, first one in a while, 109 quarterback rating. Dak Prescott, remember, at the half was 14 out of 15 passing. Only had the one incompletion. Threw it another 15 times after the half, only 9 of 15 there, 256 overall 
He did throw the three touchdowns, but had the two interceptions, including the pick six, but overall 107 quarterback rating. So uh, big numbers out of both QBs today. Travis Etienne went back over 100 yards for the first time in a while. 19 carries for 103. Jamal Agnew chipping in with three for 52. Lawrence himself, three for 21, although he did cough up that fumble, as did Etienne uh, earlier in the football game. Tony Pollard got 19 carries, only 75 yards. Run defense did a solid, solid job today. 3.9 yards a carry for Pollard, 3.6 for Zeke, who had 16 carries for 58. He did score that early touchdown. Zay Jones stepping up for the Jags, 6 for 109 with three touchdowns through the air for Zay. Christian Kirk caught 6 for 92. Evan Ingram, uh, 100 less than last week, but we'll take 8 for 62 out of him. And then uh, several other Jaguars had multiple receptions. Marvin Jones had a touchdown catch among them. On the other side, C.D. Lamb, 7 grabs for 126. Uh, he was the only Cowboy receiver to go over 50 yards today. Ray Sean Jenkins. Wow. Nine solo tackles, nine assisted tackles, and uh, two pass breakups. Those were obviously the interceptions. He runs the pick six back. Uh, Josh Allen declared it was the best performance he's seen in the Jaguar uniform since he's been here. And you might not be wrong. It's one of the best ones we've seen. No question about it. Uh, elsewhere for the Jags, uh, Josh Allen had a sack. Arden Key had a sack and a half in the game today. He split that one with Foley Fatakasi. Uh, so there you have it. The Jaguars uh, gave up one sack to Micah Parsons in the entire game. Only four quarterback hits today with tackles yeah. in and out of the football game. That's JP. right, Fred. I mean, that, that changed a lot at the end in this, the second part of the fourth quarter. I mean, that who knew what was going to happen, right? I mean, Cam Robinson's out of the game. Here's Jawan Taylor back in the game. Right. they got to put Walker Little from right to left. I mean, what? And they held up. They did well. Yeah, especially against the best defensive line in the entire NFL. I mean, one sack and, and four QB hits compared to eight QB hits and three sacks, which is what our defense got against Dak Prescott. Uh, the line they they keep doing they keep playing well week in week out. Um, I want to continue to see them fight to get the run game going because it seems that when that happened, everything just changed around and opened up for them. A lot of individual. Jaguars postgame presented by Florida Home AC. Call Florida Home AC today, official air conditioning partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jags win in overtime over the Cowboys, 40-34. J.P. Shadrick, Mike Dempsey, Fred Taylor. An update from Los Angeles where the Chargers are playing host to the Tennessee Titans. That game is tied 7-7, 2.44 to play in the first half. And the Titans have it fourth and ten near midfield, about to punt it away most likely. We'll keep you posted on that one, of course, moving ahead. The Titans, if they lose today, the Jaguars will be only one game back with three to go. The next game up for the Jags, Fred, at New York against the Jets. Well, they've got quarterback questions, to say the least, in mm -hmm. New York these days. A lot going on. They lost today the, uh, let's see, the final score. Uh, they lost by three to the Detroit Lions. 20-17 to 17 was the final score. Zach Wilson went for over 300 yards, two touchdowns, an interception. But you know, on a short week, you, you, you might see Wilson again, especially with a, a numbers performance like that. Only 18 of 35 passing, though. Right. You, I think we'll see him. You know, with, uh, Mike White with the ribs. Uh, Flacco, he's just a you know, highly paid backup. Uh, I think that uh, Zach Wilson – you know, if, if the Jets aren't if the Jets aren't running the ball, which they haven't shown to run the ball really well, they're going to struggle. They've lost uh, four out of the last five, 
and they're trending in the wrong direction. So hopefully when the guys go up there this week, we're able to stop their run, don't let them get too excited there, and start with Garrett Wilson. He's the rookie leading receiver on that team. If we can lock him down and make him go through the other guys, you stand a chance to uh, come home with the victory. Uh, keep in mind that defense, though. Detroit went up and down the field all day on the Jags. Just a couple weeks ago, right. scored 20 hard-fought points today against the Jets without Quinnen Williams, who's been having an all-pro season, 11 sacks. Don't know if he'll be able to play on Thursday night or not. So uh, the Jets find a way to kind of muck it up and, and keep themselves in the football game, Fred, and uh, try to steal it late. Uh, but, man, I hope we get the Trevor Lawrence-Zach Wilson matchup. I'll take that all day for the rest of their careers. <laughs> that should be exciting. Oh, oh yeah. Goodness. You can't. By the way, I don't have a 12-hour rule. I'm going to have oh, a 36-hour no? rule to make up for mm. the fact that they're only doing a 12-hour rule. So there you go. The uh, forecast in East Rutherford, New Jersey, Thursday. This is very early, of course. 49 degrees, 60% chance of rain. But uh, it's going to be in the 30s, high 30s, early in the week. We'll see what happens. It's a few days out. But – you never know this time of year. Great football weather. But you know about the Jaguars right now. They're hot, mm-hmm. Fred. Uh, hot mm-hmm. and trying to chase down the Titans, and there's a lot of energy around this team right now, Fred. Yeah, I'm about to go and troll some people on Twitter. <laughs> oh, <yeah. I've> already, <laughs> Look out for me. already been there. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, yeah. Uh, what a place uh, to be today. Certainly, the bank was a place to be today. If you made it, uh, save this one because the Jaguars got it done in overtime. Fred, we'll talk to you on the short week. Right. I won't see you guys. I want to tell everybody uh, Merry Christmas in advance. Same to you. Thank right. You. Happy holidays. Uh, but I'll talk to you Thursday. Can't wait. Sure. It's Fred Taylor, pride of the Jaguars. We're back on our flagship station, 1010XL in Jacksonville, with the scoreboard show coming up. And your phone calls after a Jaguars win, 355-NFL won the number. Jags win. They rallied from down 17 late in the third quarter to take the lead, lose the lead, tied the game at the final gun of regulation to go to overtime, and they win it with an interception return for a score. 40-34 to the final. Jaguars over the Cowboys. Thank you for listening to Jaguars postgame on the Jaguars radio network.